0: What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I'm here with Casey and Michelle, and we are discussing episode 21 of the final season of The Walking Dead. This episode is titled Outpost 22. And I just have one thing to say about the beginning of this episode. This is not even the Judith, the Judith, uh, you know, her little uh, montage part. How in the world are you a commonwealth soldier and you fall asleep while you are guarding people? Have we not said that these commonwealth
1: soldiers are worthless? They're regular people. They regular. regular people, they're regular. You are trained. Yeah, but you're still regular you're and trained. right, and if I'm in the truck and it's like slowly rocking me to sleep, and they chain to the side. I would, make, I would take a nap. I'm just saying. I would take a nap. Quickly. Quick. I'm on a 24-hour no, no. shift. I'm on a 24-hour shift. They're <laughs> clearly tied up. I can take a nap back here.
0: He thought it was a good time. Yeah. When I
1: saw that, I was
0: like... like and he was in a deep sleep. I was underestimating our people. If, I, if I was in the back with those people, my ass would be up, and I would be watching everything that they do. Mm-mm.
1: No, he was in a deep sleep.
0: Deep, <laughs> deep sleep.
1: sleep. He had a deep sleep. He
0: had not rested for a while. He was a sleep. sleep Girl, when I looked up and Maggie, well, when Maggie looked up and she saw he was asleep, I was like, okay, he's jostling a little bit. So at least at some point you're going to bump and kind of startle yourself awake or whatever.
1: No, this dude was
0: he, he sleep like I sleep. Yeah. Look,
1: he has Once done I'm this sleep, before. He has done this before. He has. Mm-hmm. Once I'm
0: asleep, I am sleep. I don't give a damn what's going on. The truck, the truck could crash. And I I saw that. I was just like, here we go. Underestimating these folks again. You think you're safe. You think you okay? Oh, they tied up. I can go to sleep. <laughs> he woke up dead. <laughs> okay uh-huh. now i'm gonna rewind back to judith's montage there were two particular moments in the opening that stood out for me the first one was watching maggie walk up to the mall during that episode for the reavers because that mall is south lake mall is right down the street from my house yep. and i yep. remember when they were setting up for those particular shots, because I have a friend who used to work on one of the crews at the walking dead. And she was like, Hey, we're up here at the mall. I was like, like by my house. She was like, yeah, I was like, I'm coming to say hello and bring you cookies for telling me this. So I have video of when they started setting it up. And it's so eerie to see what it looked like once they got done, because I was like, Oh, I used to take my kids in there to go Get their Christmas <laughs> portraits because they were on the seer side, the old mm-hmm. seer side. So that was so interesting. The second one was the um, the little clip of Maggie at the uh, lookout at Hilltop when Rick and them came and they reunited. I watched this scene at least once a week and I cry every single time I do. I don't know why I do it to myself, but it's like one of the best scenes for me. Because when you see Rick and Maggie embrace, and this is like the first time they've seen each other since the whole um, circle scene where Glenn dies, and you see the love and the the relief on Rick's face that she's okay, that the baby's okay. It just gets me here. And that's even before he realizes that Daryl is there. But the fact that they put that in that montage, I was like, okay
1: y'all starting out like this <sighs> every time we get scenes where they come back together it you want to mm-hmm. cry any kind every of every time thing. and that's another
0: youtube deep dive that i do i do reunion scenes the the mm-hmm. best one of course always when rick finds carl and Lori, that is the best one mm-hmm. all day every day when rick is reunited with judith after terminus when he sees that she's alive and sasha's reunited with tyrese and all of those moments trigger tears for me. I'm like, I've seen this a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't know this scene <laughs> movement by movement, but it still affects me. So watching that in the opening montage, I was just like.
1: I gotta shout out. I like the one with Rick and Daryl. I I always sobbing on that one. Always always because of
0: that da- especially because of daryl's facial expressions yes like, we always see daryl as this big tough person and when he sees rick he's just like i'm okay and he's like mm. i was like y'all gonna make me cry but anyway so yeah those two moments stuck out in this montage for me i'm really liking these montages and i'm like i feel like they should have been doing this all along like tell sure. them- from judith's point of view that yep. would have been yeah. so cool at least for the final season or at least the you know the last two parts of the season but i understand why they didn't do it the last what was it 11b because that was more so for maggie and uh, you know closing out yeah. all that reaver stuff and whatever mm-hmm. but i like it but anyway let's move on so as we said the commonwealth soldier he's on a truck He is guarding three people and we find out Maggie is one of them very quickly. She wakes up. She sees that he's asleep. She is zip tied around a pole in the back and she yanks so hard that she, you know, she tears the zip tie. And I saw some people saying, oh, Maggie's strong enough to to tear a zip tie now. (laughs) I'm like, y'all just go with it. Just go with it. (laughs) go with it she, honestly zip ties ain't that hard to get out of if you, all it literally takes is a little course yeah not and i mean that. and she was she was zip tied around something so she had that to be able to
1: yeah. push mm-hmm. i know her
0: wrists you are probably bruised so but yeah so anyway
1: well this she, is not probably the first time she's been tied up okay you, everyone you're right. so you're right you're very
0: right But anyway, so she gets out of hers. She realizes, you know, she takes the hood off of the second person and his father, Gabriel. I'm like, damn, that means they do have Coco. Because they got him. And then we see the third person is Rosita. I'm like, damn. So that means they got Coco too. But my question is, what were y'all thinking putting three of the strongest people on the team in the same fucking truck? They don't know. They they don't know. They don't know this. I know, but I, I'm just I mean they ready. know that Maggie was out there with Daryl fighting. They know that, but they don't know Rosetta was one of the Commonwealth soldiers. I think that the thing that really underestimated too probably
1: Gabriel, he's a father. Right. Right.
0: right. <laughs> Priest, he's right. a
1: father.
0: Right. Right. So anyway.
1: Yeah, you know, even the father of Reaper didn't think he was gonna kill that ass. <laughs>
0: This is true. This is oh, true. Come on. Father Gabriel out there with Carol. Now, that unsuspecting. Okay. But we have to remember, this is the man who let all his
1: parishioners die.
0: Yes, but this was years ago. We're not even going back to that part. because I'm, I'm just
1: saying, like, he, he has evolved. He's a little ruthless. He's a little ruthless. That's he he
0: has evolved. Yeah. Yep.
1: That's so a, anyway. He's a little ruthless.
0: They all get freed. Maggie lifts the flap at the back of the truck so that they can jump out Rosita jumps first Father Gabriel jumps second Maggie hesitates when she gets ready to jump and she gets jostled again they hit one of those bumps she gets jostled back she makes a noise soldier wakes up they struggle for a gun and they end up shooting the driver and then they crash into a tree I was like okay this episode is starting off Mm -hmm. very well so <laughs> no, he ain't here. None of that other shit. It hurt her fall? Well, know. she 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 made, she made a, a noise, noise when she fell. Mm-hmm. Because she hit she hit the back of her head so she went, "Uh." Mm-hmm.
1: And he went, "Oh." Uh. He went, "I'm woke I'm woke <laughs> Not for long. Which for long. Because, it, because who wakes up like that? ass off the truck? <laughs> That's true. And who wakes up like that? He'd be. I'd be like looking around like, huh? What? Oh, he did. Hey. But, you, but you have to think about it. the situation he was in.
0: He woke up and he looked around and he looked like, oh, shit, I only have one prisoner step three. Wake <laughs> he up. He woke up real fast. He was like, oh, shit. And then I'm about she, to lose my job. <laughs> you about to lose your life. How about that? Because <laughs> she sure throw his a- threw his ass off that truck. And then of course like I said she went she she gets knocked out cuz she she falls into the back of the truck when she comes to she gets off the truck the driver of course is dead his face has literally been split open by the bullet the second person who was in the passenger side seat he has been thrown out the windshield and he is literally hanging in a tree dead Okay so we took care of those two problems but you hear tires because I guess the other trucks in the convoy, I'm assuming they were in the same convoy with the, with the bus and all the other ones that we saw at the end of the last episode, I guess they realized, hold up, we're missing a truck. Let's turn back and look. So Maggie goes into the woods. Then we see father Gabriel and Rosita. It's morning time. Now they are knocked out. Here comes the Walker that Maggie threw off the truck. Apparently he kind of, he he, kind of um, looks like he got drugged for a little bit or something. Yeah. My question is, did they not tuck and roll? How do you jump off the truck and be knocked out? Oh, well, no. they're in they're in the woods, so they probably did. They probably walked into the woods and then probably passed
1: out. Oh, okay, because I'm like, y'all, well, they're, they're not on the street, and they rolled probably off to the side, the bank, and mm-hmm. once they went tumbling down, to yeah, knock okay. themselves out.
0: That part I was like. Why yeah, still be in the middle of the damn road, passed out. Like, because they they're know. in the woods, so they had to have gotten at least a little bit of ways. Because if you think about it, when they jumped, like I said, Maggie hesitated for a little bit before she got thrown back. Then she got into that brief tussle with the soldier and then knocked him off. So he had to have skidded or dr- dragged for a little bit, and then it's like I said, it's daytime now, so. He had to have walked quite a bit a ways in order to at least get to where they were.
1: Mm-hmm. So, And then they were prepared to jump out. See, he wasn't prepared. So they were prepared and they probably jumped to the side and went tumbling down because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're covered in leaves. So they, you know, they tumbled through the Yeah. Or so. Yeah. Oh. So this,
0: this walker, Yeah, <laughs> this walker gets up and he gets ready to attack Rosita and Gabriel wakes up and and pushes him and they work together to kill him. Then they have to go searching. And I will say this. And I think I said this maybe a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about them. Rosita and Gabriel, when they first got together, it was kind of weird for me because of course their relationship happened off screen. So it's like we get You know, we get this episode where she comes in and he's he's doing something and she's going to go look for parts and they kiss. And I was I remember watching it like, how the hell did that happen? So their relationship has always been a weird one to me, but it's kind of grown on me through the seasons. And then, of course, now we know that they have broken up. And then Angela Kane actually confirmed in the post uh, post episode that they are broken up. And it's so weird because people were like, so when were they going to tell us that they broke up? I'm like, did y'all not catch that when he came back from Meridian? Like Mm -hmm. that whole vibe between them was different because he went to go reach for her face and she kind of pulled away from him because she was pissed that he went to Meridian. Mm -hmm. Then in the episode when they were in the Commonwealth, they were doing a handoff of Coco. He was like, oh, well, I can keep her at my house tonight while you go to work. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, how did y'all not realize that they were broken up then?
1: Yeah, they're not even staying together.
0: Right. It's like sometimes, yes, I understand we want things to be explained to us or we want to actually see it, but you don't have time. To, we don't have time to go through all that. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't have time for like, like, they break up. I mean, I felt like we had enough clues to know okay yes they have broken up they still have a great relationship Mm -hmm. they still have a great co-parenting relationship I think it's just at that point they were just kind of like okay you know what this is not really working the way that it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. but I loved them in this episode because I feel like we got to see a little bit of what made them tick as a couple in the first place Mm -hmm. you know Rosita is the one she's very strong willed she's very strong-minded and she's trying to figure out where they need to go so they can go find their daughter and she's like okay we need to go this way he's like hold up can we just stop she was like what we need to stop for we need to go find Coco you got another plan okay let's go and so they go through this back and forth back and forth where they're talking about okay yes we're, we're gonna get our daughter but we gotta be smart about this and you know all this other stuff they get attacked by Walker and what happens is the walker grabs at Rosita and you can hear her bone crack. She dislocates her shoulder. And I was like, did they really have to play that mm. that loud? That sounded horrible. Mm. So when she gets ready to um, one, once they kill the walker, she tells Gabriel how to, you know, pop her shoulder back in and then they're getting ready to go. And she starts voicing her frustration about the fact that, you know, this whole thing has happened. Like Coco has been taken and she's, she's feeling frustrated. And he was like, don't do that. And she was like, what? He was like, what is it that you always say to me? And She was like, oh, stop bitching and keep moving. Stop bitching and keep moving. I was like, see, this is what I needed to see from their relationship because now I can see exactly how and why they got together and why they did work so well together. Because mm-hmm. You know when we first meet Gabriel, like you said, Casey, he was this cowardly priest. You know this was somebody that we learned left his whole parish out to die, locked them out of the church, and allowed them to get taken, overtaken by the walkers. This was a person who, when they got to Alexandria, he went to Deanna. He was like, "Yo, you don't let in Satan and his children." Are not good for you blah 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 and then to see him turn around and do a complete 180 and now he's like a trusted leader of the group and we see how far he has come you know what I'm saying so but we've never seen I would say too much more of his personality aside from that except for these little tidbits like we saw a little bit more of him in um season 10 at the end that you know, the episode with him and Aaron, I feel like gave us a lot more insight into his character than we've really seen in the show. So to see him and Rosita interacting this way with the joking, but they're serious. It's like, OK, you know what? Yes, things are serious. Yes, we need to go find our daughter. But I'm going to inject a little humor here. Maybe not humorous to them. But for us, I laughed when I saw that and I was like, oh, OK, they're going to be fine. You know, because I think they balance each other out with with the things that they are like Rosita is overly serious. Gabriel can. be mm-hmm. But we see he does have a humorous side and he does make jokes at times when you don't think things will be funny. And that's what I like about his character, like when Negan came to Alexandria and asking about Maggie and they were like, oh, she died. And he was like, would you like to pay your respects? And he was right behind Negan. And Negan was like, oh shit, you are a scary motherfucker. Those little things <laughs> I like seeing about his character and we get to see that a little bit more here. But yeah, at first I, I wasn't so sure about their relationship. And now I'm like, um, they need to get back together. That's, you know, go rescue Coco. And then it'd be yeah. a
1: cool spinoff. Huh? Yeah, it would be. I said that'd be a cool spinoff.
0: I mean, I mean, I already want to see Gabriel and Aaron have a spinoff, and yeah, just throw Rosita in there, just throw her in there. Yep, that'll work. But we'll come back to them in a minute because we're on the bus now, and we realize that Ezekiel is on the bus, Kelly is on the bus, Negan is on the bus, Annie is on the bus. I was like, okay. At least we know where some of our people are. Still don't know where some others are. So I thought it was weird that we saw Kelly, but we don't see Magna because I'm like, um, at this point, Kelly and Magna are kind of like, you know, they're they're part of their own original group. So it's weird to see all of them separated. But -hmm. yeah, okay. So at least we see Ezekiel. We see Kelly. We see, Mm -hmm. and we see Annie. Okay. So... Everybody's taking their hoods off. And apparently there's a lot of our people where there's our people. And then there's a lot of Commonwealth people too. And then we get this redhead asshole on the bus who announces that, okay, yeah. So you guys are going to go do hard labor and make the lives of the Commonwealth great. So he starts picking and choosing who's going to stay and who's going to go elsewhere. And what we find out is that they basically what they do is with some people who the commonwealth disappears, as they say, quote unquote, they send them to do hard labor. So these people are being sent to work the railroad. And I guess it's just kind of clearing off the tracks and that sort of thing. But in the midst of all of this, Negan and Annie have a conversation because Annie was conscious at the time of the crash for Maggie's truck and that's when Negan is like yeah I don't see Maggie Rosita and Gabriel so apparently they were all taken probably around the same time and they just separated those three I don't know if it's because they just didn't have space on the bus or if they figure okay these three are the three we need to watch out for I don't know what
1: the you know the rhyme or reason is right
0: right but anyway, Negan, Negan kind of figures out, okay, well, that's what happened. They probably got free or they're dead. And, you know, at this point, they don't know what's happened to them. I don't think Ezekiel and Kelly know who were on the truck. But, you know, Negan, he probably pays attention to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, they get separated. The I think this person is the warden. He has actually separated the people on the bus and he's sending some of them somewhere else and that includes Annie so Negan and Annie are separated and I was like oh okay so this is another one of those things where and I am at this point claiming Negan as our people as well so now you're pissing off more of our people
1: Mm -hmm. Uh because you just
0: took this man's pregnant wife away from him and sent her who knows where right
1: and some of the people too on the bus are from the apartments, aren't they too Oh, okay. Yes, I think he might be right. Uh huh. So I just don't recognize.
0: Them we don't recognize them
1: because we didn't. But yeah, some of them I think is her people from the apartment. Mm.
0: So yeah, and this dude, the way he's coming across, I was like, okay, he's giving me a little bit of Negan flavor, like two point oh Negan
1: flavor, discount mm-hmm. Negan.
0: Swap shop Negan. <laughs> Great value, Negan.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. But anyway. Um, so yeah, they they separate these people. They take Annie and the others in a truck somewhere else, and they take Negan and Ezekiel and Kelly off to do hard labor. And um during this time while we see like people doing different things kelly is trying to escape she's like look they only have three guards we can go and ezekiel is very adamant he was like no don't do anything keep working and at first i was like the way he was coming across to her he was like very i won't say harsh but she kept saying yo we can make it look we can go he was like Stop talking, keep working. I'm like, why is he acting like this? Then we see three people sneak up under a train car and they try to run into the woods. And Kelly is looking at this like, oh, this is our time to go. And Ezekiel grabs her just as one of the Commonwealth soldiers says, we've got runners there in the tree line. Then we hear gunshots and all three of those people are dead. And I'm sitting here looking like, Kelly, that could have been you. Right. Because they didn't make it far. They didn't make at it all. far at all. At all. At all. And she's sitting there looking and, and, and Ezekiel's just looking like, look. Told you. Right. Like, I think, you know, maybe he didn't know that's what was going to happen, but he probably was like, yeah, you think it's only three.
1: Mm-hmm. But we
0: don't know. Those three have guns.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's not chance it. And then again, I feel like. You know, he did. Yeah. And then again, I feel like too, he was probably thinking, okay, if you run off, that may put the rest of our people in danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because at this okay. point, I think Ezekiel probably realizes, oh, yeah, okay, you know what? They probably got us all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see everybody, but they all here. Yeah. Right. But when I say, Kelly's facial expressions in this scene and then the scenes throughout the rest of the episode where we see her because she's already sad. She doesn't know where her sister is. They've been mm-hmm. taken from the Commonwealth and now they're put to hard labor. Every time Kelly looks like she's about to cry, I just want to reach through through the screen and just hug her. Oh, come here. That poor baby. That poor baby. Because we have to remember in this world, her character is still fairly young. Like she's still, if I'm not mistaken, she's still like maybe mid-20s because she was in high school, I think, when the world fell.
1: Mm.
0: So she's still young. So, I, I mean, I understand her wanting to escape, but no, baby,
1: don't do that. No, You first you need to figure out your surroundings and what's going on. And that's what Ezekiel was doing. He already knew how this was going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Especially how they drugged him to get them there. He knew. Mm. Right. Right. And apparently drugged them twice. Because
0: you had to drug them to get them on the bus. Because remember, the first time we saw them on the bus, all of them were just sitting there. There was nobody talking. Some of them them looked like they were already knocked out. Mm Mm-hmm. So they had to have drugged them once to get them on the bus and then probably drugged them a second time to get them wherever they were going. Long ride. That and they probably didn't want to let, you know
1: let on to where they go. Let
0: on where they to where they are because less chance of escape if you don't know where the hell you are. You know, but also too. I think, especially given with what we find out at the end of the episode, it was also to make sure that nobody recognized their surroundings. Yeah. Uh So, but we'll come back to them because Maggie is on her own now walking through the woods. And I tell you, I felt for Maggie this whole episode because she doesn't know what happened to Herschel. And then, as she's walking, trying to figure out where she needs to go, she comes across a walker that is of a child, probably right around um, Herschel's age. And she picks up a rock like she's gonna kill it, and she keeps getting these flashes of when Herschel was taken. and she can't she can't bring herself to do it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, this better not be foreshadowing for what Maggie has to deal with because if they kill Herschel, I'm not even going to watch the rest. No. <laughs> I mean, I probably will, but I will be mad doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't think they would do that. I, she has been hope, through enough. Right, I hope they're like Steven Spielberg. Don't kill the kids at the end. Please don't kill these kids. At the end.
0: Well, I mean, killing kids is not exactly taboo on this show. It's not,
1: but... <laughs> But for the last couple episodes, can we please not kill the kids? Right. Especially <laughs> not these kids. Not these kids. Right.
0: been true enough.
1: Right. Let them have their own spinoff later, but not these kids.
0: Right. So Maggie, like I said, she she's walking. She gets to a point where she is at some railroad, you know, a crossroad of the railroad tracks. So and she hears a motorcycle coming. So she hides. And it does happen to be a Commonwealth soldier who uh, gets off his bike at that particular junction. And I'm like, he would just pick just this random spot to mm-hmm. get off, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: He, <laughs> he. I guess he was checking to see if anybody was coming near the train. Because like we said, we did find out that there's a train in this episode. Oh, we didn't say that. There's a train in this episode. Rosita hears it right after Gabriel puts her arm back in its socket. She was Mm -hmm. like, is that a train? That's a train. And Gabriel's like, it can't be. Oh, yes, it can. Oh, yes, it can. But anyway, so like I said, this soldier gets off. He's, you know, radioing back that he hasn't been able to find. Uh, I forgot what the number was that they gave for Maggie, but he hasn't been able to find her. So they're like, okay, keep looking because they're still looking for Rosita and Gabriel as well. This soldier turns around because he hears a noise and here is that same kid walker coming up because apparently this walker, you know, he turned around and followed Maggie when she couldn't bring herself to kill him. So he gets ready to shoot this kid walker and Maggie jumps out of her hiding space. She has picked up a railroad spike that was in the grass. She runs up and she stabs this dude in his armpit. Y'all, when I tell you, I physically felt that pain and Mm -hmm. i had to pause my look i'm I'm sitting here i'm sitting here holding my 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 shoulder i had to pause the tv because i was like "Mm -mm, that's too painful and he was still alive he was still alive Mm -hmm. and trying to fight she had to knock him out Mm -hmm. and then as she knocks him out the walker grabs her by her hair and she she turns around and she kind of has to maneuver him so that she holds his arms and then she looks at him and she has to kill him so she sticks the the railroad spike in his head and I was just like please don't let this be Herschel like don't let her have to do something like this to Herschel Mm -hmm. I want Herschel to be okay I just want her to be okay or I want him to be okay but here's the other thing so Carol and Daryl Okay, this is coming fresh off of their adventures with Lance. They are looking out for the train and they have seen the train. Now, again, this is a shock to them. They probably thought Lance was pulling their leg. But of course, right now, here comes a train and they've got motorcycles on it. They've got a Jeep on it. And there's some people there, you know, doing some stuff. And then here comes a Jeep. Riding on along, it stops, and they pull Connie out of the Jeep. I was like, this is not going to be good. Why do they have Connie separated from the rest of the group? So, Carol and Daryl, they have taken a radio from one of the guards, and Carol listens in. And that's when they hear the trooper saying, hey, I've been told we need to put an exile on this train, but this train is only supposed to be for, like, supplies. It's only supposed to be transport. And then the other trooper is like, well, this was approved from on high. She's designated two. She's designation two. And the trooper says, oh, shit. And he was like, yeah.
1: We sit here trying to figure out what the fuck is designation two. Right.
0: What? what is this and and, up,
1: is? and you know what up high means pamela of course thank you of yeah. course
0: yeah. We, we okay so let's just say we already know that all the bullshit that's going on now it's all pamela because i mean think about it Lance
1: yeah. is dead yeah but pamela got connie because of that report Oh, the reason why connie is not with the rest of them she remember she was hiding out at the hospital yeah so they have already been gone so they captured her and pamela found out and said oh this girl's going to designation two. But I want to know what designation two is. Now, I have my,
0: I have my theories. What's the theory? <laughs> What's your theory? <laughs> so, we keep talking about how we feel like, or I should say, I keep talking about how I feel like the CRM is tied into this somehow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you remember Jadis with her A's and B's? Also, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: oh, what if two is something?
0: I feel like it's something in Lieutenant, right? Because Ooh. if you think about what the soldier says to Daryl later on in the episode, he was like, "I've only heard rumors about Designation Two. They take those people somewhere far away, and they're never heard of again." Mm-hmm. So I wonder if those are people that Pamela or Lance or both may have been volunteering for the different experiments that they were doing on people at the CRM. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, Connie presents a bit of a unique situation because she is a person who cannot speak and cannot hear. Mm -hmm. Technically speaking, if you look at things from like maybe Pamela's point of view or somebody else's point of view like that, she probably should not have survived this long because Mm -hmm. how do you survive in a world like this? without being able to speak, without being able to hear. They might look at that like, oh, there's something unique about her. We need to study this.
1: Right, because she's doing a hell of a great job. Hello. I told you I wouldn't survive. Right. And I can't talk in here. She's doing great. Right. And I mean,
0: even with some of the stuff that she does, as as brave as she is, like when Alpha was leaving Mm -hmm. leaving that baby, she Mm -hmm. was like, okay. I'm going to go grab this baby and I'm going to hide in the corn. Can't hear. So walkers could come up on you and take you. You don't have anybody there to help you. You don't have anybody there to sign for you. And even afterwards, after the cave, when she and Magna got separated, how
1: mm-hmm. did she survive that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, even
0: the house with the ferals.
1: Right. She survived that. Ooh. Even the house you know, with the ferals. Who we gonna Lord knows that,
0: that was, Lord knows that was scary as fuck.
1: That was, scary. Yeah, that, was. <laughs> that was even for
0: us watching because they kept turning the goddamn sound off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. No. So I, I'm just sitting here thinking about and, and granted, it may not be as, as difficult for her because if this is something that she has dealt with all her life, she doesn't mm-hmm. know it, she doesn't know any different. You know, but even watching that episode when they turned the sounds completely off, because they didn't even do that for that episode where she saved the baby. It was kind of like a muted sound, a muffled sound, but you could still hear something. But I feel like that silent episode where she couldn't hear anything to me, that would freak me the fuck out. Right. Wouldn't make it. And I would I would probably panic. But again, because she's used to that. Mm-hmm. it's not a handicap for her this mm-hmm. is her way of life so she may have ways of of figuring out how to survive that we probably would not be able to do and they're probably like yeah we need to study that or
1: ever think of right
0: yeah.
1: think
0: of. right so anyway daryl and carol realize that connie has been taken and daryl is In a bit of a conundrum because he's like, we can't go save her because we have to go save the kids. I was like, Daryl, you gotta go save
1: kids. Yeah, yeah, folks, you gotta save the kids now. You gotta save the kids. You gotta save the kids, and I understand that. There's no choice. You you gotta save the kids. There's
0: no but. There's no but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's no pause. It's the children. Go
0: get the children. You can
1: be conflicted though. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> while you're going to get the kids. You could be conflicted. Oh, right. man, I wish we could have saved Connie. Yeah. But, but the kids. He, <laughs> see it on his face.
0: He's like, God damn it. What are we? Yes, he was. He was. He's like, we going to figure something out. Right. So you see, so the train is going, and you see Daryl and Carol, they're following the train in the Jeep. And of course, the train is moving faster. Because they're behind it. They're trying to trail it so that they're not seen. But of course, the train is fast, so it's going. And they're like, OK, you know what? We need to get ahead of it at this point. So they get ahead of it and they see where it's, where it's going to hit a junction um, on the track. And Carol's like, OK, so we need to sit tight so we can figure out what's going on. And Daryl's like, nope, nope, I can't do that. I can't sit tight. And Carol has to stop him. And the conversation that happens afterwards, you know, she was like, when I saw Connie on that train, I thought the same thing that you did. And Daryl was like, what? And she was like, the cave. And I was like, oh, are they about to have this conversation now? Okay. Daryl doesn't say anything. And Carol... I think wants to say more, but now is not the time to get into a deep, deep conversation. She Mm -hmm. just needs Daryl to focus. So she says the thing I think that would have got him out of his head because at this point, Daryl's like, I'm about to go save Kelly and then we're going to figure out what like his whole thing is. Okay, if we maybe his whole thing is, okay, we can save her. We'll have one other person to help us go do whatever it is we need to go do. But Carol says to him, do you remember what Kelly said to us right after her sister disappeared? And Daryl was like, we can't save them if we're dead. And Carol tells him, was like, okay, look, we can do this however you want. But I feel like if you and I do this by ourselves, we're going to end up making the same mistakes. So again, you can see that Carol has thought about this. This cave thing still haunts her. Yeah, you know, she- because again, it's still, there's still some tension in her and Daryl's friendship. You know, they they have not gotten that resolved yet. We
1: see that. But Daryl listens to her. And he was like, okay. And then she reached for his hand and squeezed it and he squeezed it back. I know. So it's like, okay. You know, right?
0: for life. Yes. I know, right. So what they end up doing that, you know, as they're getting ready to go, try to head off this train that's when they come across maggie in the street holding on to the dead child that she just had to kill the walker child and with the commonwealth soldier injured in the street so they take them back to i guess it's like a train depot that they are hiding out in like a stop and Carol and Maggie, I can't think of the last time that we've had a scene with just them two. It's been a minute. It's been a, a while. Minute. But mm-hmm. this scene that we got with them two, I was like, y'all, stop making me cry, because it was such a beautiful scene. They're trying to get us at the end. They, they really mm-hmm. are. They really are. And they're doing a good job of it. I mean, <laughs> they really are. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> I mean we've fallen for it right but they have the conversation Maggie is upset because she was like they ripped him right out of my arms and she's starting to feel bad because she feels like she wasn't strong enough like she should have been able to hold on to him or she should have been able to fight them off and Carol embraces her and then she says to her she was like when when I first got to the Commonwealth, I barely saw Daryl. I barely saw anybody, you know, we were just all kind of doing our own thing. Mm -hmm. If we had all met, you know, in the old world, she was like, none of us would have spoken to each other, Mm -hmm. but because of the fall, we were forced to become family. And that's a good thing. She was like, why do you think they came at, she said they had to come at us separately separately in order to take us why do you think that is oh. mm-hmm. and um, Maggie was like because we scared the shit out of Pamela I was like god damn it you right
1: mm-hmm.
0: Pamela no, not to fuck with y'all together she did that much what she was trying to do right. so at this point Carol is like we are going to get our children and we are going to fight back and we're going to make this right. Now, the thing about this conversation that kind of hurt me to my heart was when Maggie was talking about it and she was like, I hate not knowing. It's the worst thing. And I was like, Carol knows that better than anybody. Yes. Remember?
1: Yeah, she does.
0: Her, da- her daughter was in y'all's barn for who knows how long before she found out that Sophia was dead. Right. I was like, and hell, had it not been for Shane breaking the thing off, that though, we'd still be looking for Sophie's ass. <laughs> I just watched that, that scene last night too. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that, mm, that was so emotional. But anyway, so yes, while they're sitting there having this talk, you hear Maggie, Carol, here comes Gabe and Rosita. And I was like, yes, we're starting to get reunions. Okay. Yes. I'm good. I love it. Yes. I'm here for it. And when Carol was like, how did you guys find us? Rosita was like, we heard a train. Did you know there was a train? <laughs> we heard a train. I was like, yes, there's a train. <laughs> so while they're having this conversation, Rosita asked about Daryl. Daryl is inside with this injured um, soldier. And this is the funny thing. Casey was like, oh, Daryl being nice. <laughs> because this soldier, Daryl was trying to get information out of him. And he was like, look, you don't have a lot of time left. Think about what good you could do with the time you have remained. I was like, "Who, who, who, is, who this is this person? This man?
1: Who yeah, he's this like, man? I joined the force too. Right. man.
0: Right, I feel like, like you joined the force uh, because you have a family. Well, that's what I did too. He was like, they took my kids and I want them back. And then this is when we see the real Daryl because Daryl kicks them.
1: Here he, comes tried. he tried. He <laughs> tried. He
0: tried. He tried. He was like, look, I need my kids back. and hey, catch more flies with honey. She literally just muted me. <clears throat> walking across my keyboard you said fuck your podcast right <laughs> just rude just rude so anyway carol and gabriel they come up behind them and gabriel realizes that he recognizes the soldier from church service so daryl when he realizes this daryl kind of steps back and lets gabriel interact with him and Gabriel's like oh yeah I remember you um from Sunday service you always came late and left early it always seemed like you had something on your mind and that's when the soldier's like does God forgive people like me like obviously I think at this point he's been conflicted about being a soldier
1: and the things he's doing
0: right but like Daryl said he was probably trying to take care of his family and and doing what he needed to do to do that so they have a conversation and Gabriel actually sits down with him because he asked, you know, he asked Gabriel. He was like, will you pr- will you stay with me until the end? Pray, pray with me. Gabriel sits down and prays with him while Daryl and all of them go, because at this point he has told Daryl about the designation, too. He was like, yeah. So they send those people far away and we, you, you never hear from them again. Daryl turns around and walks off. I was like, Daryl's like, nope, absolutely not about to happen to Connie.
1: Let me go get my boo girl
0: so they sit outside and they they try to make a plan because they're like okay if we take the train they're gonna radio ahead and we may lose our way our chance to get the kids and carol was like no you know what we might have a way that we can do both and i was like oh this is what i had been waiting for because they've been all so separated in this this season i'm like yeah the gang's back together again and they are plotting some shit and
1: I'm here. I love it. Yes. I love it. Love it. Oh, let's, love go, it. let's go back for one second with Gabriel. I really love him. Why? He's very honest. Because he really could have told when the, the soldier asked, you know, you think I'll be forgiven? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, if someone's dying and you need information, maybe it'll be nice to say, yeah, if you do something nice, you would be forgiven. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Give us the information. She said, I don't know. And through all of this, when he says "sit with me," would you sit with me? Yes. And he pulls out the Bible out of his jacket. I'm like, "Excuse me, you been What's kidnapped?" That been there the whole time, right? You like thing. jumped out a truck, and you still got a Bible in your jacket. Mm-hmm. Wow, sir. Wow. <laughs> it was
0: He's prepared.
1: It was tucked in.
0: Well, you know they have those inside pockets in in the in the the suit jackets.
1: I know, but it was just, I'm like, all of that, you've been rolling in the forest, you know, jumped from a prepared. truck, been kidnapped and drugged. He was and you're prepared. like, sure. Hold on one second. Let me <laughs> take it out and open it up for you. Okay. He was prepared. I love it. He was prepared. He
0: really was. And then he comes out because he, uh, I guess once the soldier dies, he goes ahead and, you know, Does the little head thingy so he doesn't turn. And then they come up, they start coming up with their plan to save Honey. And that plan includes them tampering with the, um, it's the switch that changes the tracks. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So one of the soldiers gets out so that he can flip the switch so that they can change the track to where it needs to go. And it's stuck. And as they are trying to get this thing unstuck, you have Maggie sneaking onto the conductor car and she, you know, takes the conductor hostage. You see Daryl and Carol kind of around the side of the train, um, you know, trying to maneuver, trying to get around the train and trying to avoid the other soldiers. Rosita and Gabriel are in the woods because there's another soldier there that's trying to, you know, check and make sure there are no rotters, walkers. And they take down that soldier. Then the shooting starts. Because Daryl starts now. Okay, I will say this. Daryl started shooting. They shot one of the soldiers, but then you have the other soldiers coming up. And starting a fight. I was like, Daryl, you should have waited until you were in better position. And you could have got all of them motherfuckers at the same time. But I think he saw him, right? I don't think he once, once they realized it had been
1: tampered with, the one guy who was on the ground got up and turned. I thought he saw them.
0: Oh, okay. So that might have been why he shot. Because the guy turned. Okay. okay. That makes sense. But I'm telling y'all now, them damn bullets were a little too close for comfort. I mean I know Daryl and Carol are not dying even though Carol's not in the spinoff I know they're not killing her character she she has said in interviews there's more to Carol's story so I know y'all not killing them but I'm saying them bill
1: them bullets got a little too damn close they have (laughs) to dramatic effect Michelle you're on mute oh I'm sorry I have a question again I probably asked this um how old is Carol
0: I would think she's probably late 30s, maybe early 40s. Yeah, I know exactly what you're about to ask. Wait a
1: second. Late. Can we say she may be 50? She might be. Yeah. I
0: mean, I don't know because, you know, some people premature. Some people go prematurely gray. Well, she was gray her hair study growing back.
1: Yeah. So I think she's older. But what I'm going to say is I'm going to go start working out because I want to be able at her age to be underneath trains Jumping on top of a train. Let's talk at the about same the agility time.
0: of this woman. It's, I love it. Because she was not playing. Daryl he he crawled right up under that um, train car to the other and side she, and, and she, she did followed right along behind him. Didn't lose a step. I was like okay, you know what? <laughs> Clearly I'm doing something wrong with my everyday. I am.
1: Because I would have been like Daryl, hold on a second. My knees. Look, okay, hold on.
0: Puffing and puffing. <sighs>
1: <laughs> but you know what you can't be badass if you can't move That's true. They,
0: they have to get themselves out of too many scrapes and too mm-hmm. many close calls that to is, not be in shape that is true so yes whatever she is doing i need i I need to i need to follow that path Carol, whatever Carol
1: workout workout plan
0: right and they're doing this. She's she's got a gun in her hand. She's got her she has her bow and quiver too, doesn't she? Yes, yeah. yes. So she's doing it with all of this, not making any more noise, not alerting the soldiers that hey, someone is like encroaching on your property right now. We ain't shit. <laughs> 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 I, I mean. We I have see. said this about the Commonwealth soldiers almost since the beginning of the season. Like I, I don't I don't know. They just I don't yeah, they're they're not yeah they are they are not all that. The tools in the in the
1: shape. No, they're no. not. They're not.
0: But, but. you realize they are recruiting anybody. Come be a soldier. Because remember, even when Daryl and um he was clearing the thing The the people that was with him was dumb as
1: hell like yeah because you know, like once they they you go through processing and they figure out that you had no career and please forgive me everybody but you had no career you have no ambition no passion for anything they're like okay these people they they do nothing they know nothing okay we're gonna make them our soldiers. Well, I mean, well, cause ain't nobody. I don't see that nobody lining up. Ooh, yeah, I want to be a soldier. Right. I mean, if they had nothing, they did nothing, nothing. Right. They didn't have like at least, you know, other people who end up waiters, they were waiters in their previous, they were nothing. So they gave them this job. They're like, okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll train them to do what we need them to do.
0: Technically, ain't that there?
1: Well, we don't know. Right. He, yeah, he yeah we know. Do. We we do we do know. He probably yeah. he didn't probably have yeah, he you know. Prior to he may the be fall, working he wasn't on doing shit. Nah, he was working on motorcycles probably, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He wasn't I mean, shit. he could have been making meth. We don't know, but uh he wasn't doing I think that's yeah. just so judgmental and stereotypical. I mean, it's not. It really wasn't. Was <laughs> well, you could just look at Daryl and know that, you know, Daryl maybe had been working at the gas station. He was a great mechanic. That's, I mean, he was, him, his brother was hanging out at night at the bars. It looked like it. Yeah. Batman, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he Come on now. You know, he wasn't a teacher. No. Like Negan, you, you, you kind of, we know this. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it? Because yep. we need mechanics. But I'm just saying, that's what they end up doing with people who didn't have no ambition, no career. They're like, okay, we'll just make you soldiers. And they're not used to people coming up with plans and hijacking trains. They're not used to that. At all. Yeah, they've been at they at they, they they've been in that bubble. Yeah. They've been in that bubble in the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Pamela know what she was doing because, one, you got these soldiers doing things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not getting soldiers who used to be lawyers, who, you know, even other careers. You know you're getting some people who's gonna follow the rules. Whatever you yeah. say. Follow directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. 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 And it's sad, but right. that's how it is. And they don't stand a chance. <laughs> not against our folks no they don't so it's starting a little bit oh well, yeah bit. start mm-hmm. feeling bad for them i mean gosh
0: right but anyway so like i said they get into this firefight bullets f- flying a little too close for comfort to daryl and carol but they are holding their own but the funny thing about this fight is They're sitting here and the soldiers are um, shooting against, uh, shooting at them. And then all of a sudden you see this one soldier and they have, they have the camera focused on him. I was like, Maggie finna kill him. And all of a sudden you hear a pop and it's just this one little shot and Maggie's just sitting there and the guy falls and she goes on about her business and goes back in the (laughs) car. For me, I don't know, for some reason that one little scene was just so hilarious to me. Because this dude is sitting here shooting out and I'm like, you ain't paid no attention or you have no idea that your life is about to end now. Mm -hmm. So anyway. attention to your surroundings. Right, right. But I mean, you got somebody, you got two people with machine guns shooting in front of you. So I guess his attention was in the right spot. But, you know, you can't really think they came by themselves. Right. Well, again, they're, they're not prepared for our people. So <laughs> what they end up doing is after that, Daryl turns around and this soldier comes out and he's got Connie. He's got his gun to Connie's head. And he was like, what did you do? Did you mess with the thing? Blah, 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 blah. He's sitting there talking. Put down the gun. Put down the crossbow too. Daryl puts the stuff down. And Connie looks like she's scared. But then I notice, and this has to be something of a type of communication between them, because Daryl has his hands up. As soon as he puts his hands down, Connie elbows the soldier behind him and she gets out from him. So I don't know. Maybe that's a signal like, oh, OK, it's safe. You can go ahead and, and whoop his ass now, which she almost did. But the guy mm. hits her and knocks her over and then he runs. I was like, oh, you don't really piss Darryl off
1: now because you did not hit his
0: girl in the face.
1: And he checked out her face, too. He had both heads in the face. You OK, baby? He's like, are you OK? You OK. You and OK? She's like,
0: yes. He goes. He runs onto the train after this dude. Carol comes from the side. She helps Connie up. The guy, the soldier gets one of the motorcycles that's on the train and he takes off. And at first they're sitting there looking at him. I was like, Daryl, there's a motorcycle there. D- D- Daryl, are you not paying attention? And I think Daryl was just thrown off for a minute. He was distracted. And then he saw the motorcycle. He was like, Oh, wait, I know how to ride one of these. He gets right. on the motorcycle and ch- chases this guy. Now he almost catches him because the soldier didn't look
1: like he was too he didn't look like he was too comfortable on a motorcycle. He was like Not like Daryl. When I was watching this, I was just screaming, Oh, you have fucked up. You on the motorcycle. Daryl got you now. Right. Especially on the motorcycle. Right. Right. And we we'll see what happened.
0: They're riding. Daryl always almost catches him. And then the guy takes a detour. Daryl has to turn around and go back after him. And as he does this, the we see that the guy has crashed the motorcycle into the tree and he's on foot. I was like, Oh, dude, you ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere.
1: You may well have just sat there and waited on him. Right. No, he used his motorcycle to make him crash.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. He was already crashed. Was he, he already crashed? Yes. He used his motorcycle because there was a tree that was down.
1: Oh, it and was he got it while angle. he was running.
0: Uh-huh. And the guy ran up under the tree. So Daryl just kind of slid and he yeah. let the motorcycle slide from him.
1: That like John Wick,
0: Right. And he and it tripped the soldier. Daryl walks over to him, and I was like, I guess Daryl was like, you know what? I have no questions for you. Cause he just promptly sticks his knife into this dude's head. I was like, okay, Daryl is done with y'all. He's done with y'all's bullshit. Because like, he got er- Tommy back. Now he focused back on the kids. Right. Right. The right. And he's like, oh, and then you you threaten her and then you punched her. Okay, yeah, you know what? I have no, I, I have nothing for you. Shump.
1: And you made me chase you. So I'm you tired. You made me chase you. Right. So when
0: Earl is doing honest. this, they bring the conductor of the train back to the place and they sit him down next to the dead soldier that Maggie killed. And they're asking him, look, we just want our kids. Where did, where did they take the kids? Da, da, da And they find out that he also has a family and his family is being held at one of the outposts. And he was like, yeah, if I help you, the warden will know I helped you and my my family will be in danger. And they're like, look, we just need to figure out how to get our kids. We just need to know where where they are. While they're having this conversation with him, Daryl pulls up outside and Connie is out there to greet him and they have a conversation and he was like, I thought I was never going to see you again. And she signs to him, I'm not going anywhere. When I tell you, Daryl giggling is the weirdest, most welcome sound I have ever heard on this show. We've never heard, I, I can't even fa- I'm sitting here trying to remember if I even remember him laughing.
1: Mm-mm.
0: I can't think of a time when he actually like just laughed. Like I've seen him smile. I've seen him be like silly with the kids a little bit, but with another grown-up, he no. don't giggle. No, yeah, he, he was. <laughs> I was like, wait, I paused my TV, like, did I hear this correctly? I rewound. And then him. he, he started
1: off even getting off the motorcycle. That's why I have smile, even smiling when he got off the motorcycle while he was signing. And then he giggled. she was like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I was like, wait, what?
0: What is this? What is this weird foreign sound? He got his glue Cle- back. That's
1: what that is. Right. And clearly you're not going anywhere because he's gonna keep finding you.
0: Every time. you. But but here's the thing. Um, yeah, Connie is hard to kill, and I'm glad of that.
1: Yes, she is,
0: but um. We only Damn. have three more episodes. I need y'all to hurry up and push this shit along.
1: Can we get a hug, a kiss, or something? Can we get maybe something the down? before something. he goes, before he goes to um France, maybe at the end or something? Like a uh, hug, a kiss. But see, I'm worried about that because I feel
0: like that I, it makes me worried for her character. I hope they don't kill her off because I was like, Yeah, it would be just like them. To make them ha- be happy and then
1: shit happen. No. But she's always going to stay with her sister. So, you know, that's that true. relationship wasn't going to work if he goes somewhere. So
0: that's that's true too. Well, so they don't have to kill
1: her. She's just going to stay with her sister.
0: Well, they can they can go. Well, we do know what we do know about the, the spinoff is that Daryl wakes up in France with no idea of how he gets there. So, no, we may oh, not hell want Connie no. and Ke- Kelly to be a part of that. But anyway, so yes. uh, Anyway, getting back to Daryl Dixon as a love-struck teenage boy, that giggle or that little sound was the weirdest, most welcome thing I've heard. It was funny and I loved it. And I was just like, I wish she could hear that (laughs) because it's like, that was the cutest sound. It was the cutest sound. Anyway, So we immediately go from that cute little sound to sound of struggle and the conductor has somehow gotten away from the group and has one of the railroad spikes at his throat threatening to kill himself because he's scared of what would happen to his family. And Carol's was trying to talk him down. She was like, look, she was like, you just tell us what to do. You just tell us where to go and we'll, we'll hurt, we'll hurt you. We're not going to hurt you seriously, but enough. So the conductor, I mean, uh, so the warden will think that you, you know, that we forced you. He was like, no, he's going to know I'm lying. And then my children, my you know, my boys will be harmed. He was like, I'm so sorry. I can't do this. And he sticks the spike in his neck and then falls down on the spike. Now, this is the thing I need to know because I have heard people say and I've seen like different, um, different things where people are talking about how people get killed in shows and they're like, you know what? In real life, murdering or stabbing someone or cutting someone's head off, is not as easy as they make it look like in the shows. You have to have like considerable strength to do some of these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, even if you're trying to kill yourself with a spite, I feel like there has to be a part of you that's gonna be resistant to that. Presentation. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's like, yes, you're trying to kill yourself to protect your family, but at the same time, that's something that's gonna hurt. I can understand if you had a gun and you were about to shoot yourself because nine times out of 10 with a gun, if you, if you aim it right, it's going to be instant death. Right. You know, but to sit there and actually jab yourself, he has a railroad spike to sit there and use enough force for it to go into your
1: neck on the first try. That just, I, I don't What does that tell you though? What did that tell you? Did you want to do that to yourself? What does that tell you? Yeah, I know. I but tell still. you that uh, Pam has done some horrible things that, that we that haven't seen to people and their families when things don't go the way she wants it to go. Mm-hmm. I know, but still, that's just because mm. even the first soldier didn't say anything. He, you know, he really didn't want to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> that's a horrible way to go, though. Oh, it, 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 most like
0: it most definitely is. It most definitely is. Is he in the fall on it? Ugh. So we're going to go back to our prisoners before we go to the end of the episode, because something really interesting happens with the prisoners. So like I said, they're working on the rail railroad. They're doing whatever it is they're supposed to do. And they're taking a lunch break. So Kelly is off to herself, I guess, kind of contemplating the fact that, oh, I I was almost dead today. You know, Mm -hmm. if I didn't listen to Ezekiel, I would have been dead. She's over there contemplating. Ezekiel is sitting down. He's getting ready to eat. Negan pulls up behind him and sits down and he's like, don't turn around. And immediately it struck me that we have not seen these characters interact
1: Mm -hmm. for
0: a long time. And it
1: it's like uh, ever, right? Just think about they have never been together.
0: No, not since all that stuff happened with um the kingdom. You know the,
1: but, the saviors killing the kingdom people. Right, but have those two been in a room together talking? Think yeah. about it. Oh, they have You're right,
0: because he always interacted with um. Oh, what was that dude's name? Richard. No, Richard was part of the Not industry. Richard. Um, The one who Jared? killed Benjamin. Is it Jerry? Yes. I think that was Jerry. He was one of them. And then the other guy, I can't the remember. The guy with the mustache. Yes. The other guy.
1: So yeah, you might be right. That Negan is so was, weird. He was never in the field. Yeah, yeah we have to really think about it And then when you went to prison Ezekiel didn't go and talk to him of course not yeah Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so they have
0: this conversation and Ezekiel's like look I've avoided you all these years what do you want with me and Negan is like we need to be on the same page uh you know he basically tells Ezekiel you need to get over this shit so we can work together and Ezekiel's like hold up hold up I need to do what he was like Everybody else may have forgotten the shit that you've done, but I have not forgotten that. He was like, I lost everything. He was like, the, the things that you do, you know, killing people, coercing women into marrying you. I mean, he started calling Negan out on all his everything. shit. Mm-hmm. Everything. I was like, oh, he's been holding this in for a minute. But He Negan, was waiting for the time when mm-hmm. they was finally alone. But let me
1: tell you something. And
0: you know what? He probably would have kept all of that to himself if he had never had to be, you know, in the same room with Negan or whatever. He probably would have never said anything. Because what would be the point? Right. Because it's not going to change anything. It's not going to change it. But, you know, Negan tells him, he was like, look, we need to have a plan to get, get our people out of here. And he was like, I have a plan, but chances are when I do this, I won't be walking out of here with you guys. And Ezekiel's like, what are you talking about? But at that time, that's when they tell everybody, okay, breaks over, back to work. And Negan is like, okay, are you with me? And Ezekiel's like, I'm with you for now. And I was like, what are you about to do, Negan? What the hell are you about to do? So anyway, they get on the bus after their shift. And as they're getting on the bus... The three walkers come out of the woods, the three people that tried to escape early and got killed. They come out the woods. And of course, the soldiers shoot them. And Kelly is looking at them and she gets ready to cry again because, again, here's a reminder. That could have been me. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's not. Mm-hmm. So now
0: they're getting on the bus. Now, with our other crew, Daryl and Carol and all of them, they're trying to figure out where the train was going. And they um, because Rosita used to be a Commonwealth soldier, she knows the jargon to get on the radio and basically call to Outpost 22, which is where they were planning on, which is where the train was going to say, hey, I'm one of the soldiers that was on the train. We got ambushed. I'm hiding in the woods. I'm alone. So the dispatcher. Kind of verifies her identity. She was like, okay, and and who are you? And she gives her, I guess, the other soldier's number and tells her where they were. And she was like, I'm the only one that's alive. So the dispatcher says, okay, well, we're going to get you out of there. Um, Do you still have your compass? And she says, yes. So she starts giving her directions on how to get to Outpost 22. And in the midst of this scene, you see, you lit, you hear the conversation between Rosina and the dispatcher, but you also see the bus with Negan and Kelly and Ezekiel on it. So it's going back and forth. As they're giving these directions, you see the bus making these turns. And then Negan, who is sitting at the front of the bus, he's looking and he has this strange look on his face, and he turns back to look at Ezekiel. And Ezekiel looks and he has the same weird look and he nudges Kelly awake and Kelly looks up and she's looking. And as the dispatcher is giving Rosita the directions, we see the bus pull up to the fucking Alexandria gates that has an outpost 22 sign on it. As the dispatcher is telling Rosita, yeah, they're being transported, uh, you know, we have a group of exiles now being transported to Outpost 22. Oh, yeah, this is the place that, you know, some of them used to call home when it was called Alexandria. Then I made Alexandria a fucking outpost processing for the Commonwealth, sandwich. a processing outpost. Mm-hmm. And mm. this is where they're taking our people. They are going back home. So immediately after this, when they get off the radio, Daryl signs this to Connie, like they're back in Alexandria. All of them are looking at each other like this bitch had the audacity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does. And that's what Maggie was like. Pamela has underestimated us from the start. We are going to get our people back. We are going to take back our home and we're going to make it right. And she will never see it coming. And I was like, oh, you don't really piss them off now. You don't turn my house into something now. I wasn't even gone that long. You done, and then
1: be, take you me back, the back there That part. as a hostage. You take me back there as a prisoner. That
0: part. And here's the other thing. So... You knew this was the case when you told them, oh, yeah, you guys can go back home. You know, you make this deal with them, with Carol. OK, yeah, we'll give you supplies. You guys can go back home. We'll call it. We'll, we'll squash all of this. You yeah. already knew what they were going to be walking back into. You mm-hmm. know that when Aaron and them. So chances are they did the same thing to Oceanside when, when Lance took it over at the end of last season so and hilltop and hilltop, which i don't even know what because hilltop was still kind of sort of in ruins
1: yeah i think they just kind of left that alone
0: they probably left that alone no because you know what
1: they did put they did put the banners on hilltop too they did okay because they need to reinforce the walls it was falling apart
0: but i'm sure if they needed that as an outpost they did what they needed to do that's true have the workers the mm-hmm. exiles. Sure it up, fix it up, get it back Mm in running condition, so they could have that as an outpost. It was a good location. But you know, you we're sitting here talking about exiles with the quotes, but you realize there were some people who stayed behind at Alexandria, yeah, -hmm. to help the Commonwealth people rebuild. Mm -hmm. So you know that means they got our people hostage in there, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. So that's probably
0: where the kids are, Mm -hmm. and that's probably where all of our other people are. You know, um, because I'm try- we haven't seen Nabila, we haven't seen Diane since she left Hilltop. We haven't seen um Princess. We haven't seen Princess, no, Magnus missing, but I mean, just even the other Alexandrians. Um, I can't think of what his character's name is right now. I'm I'm blank, but you know, Senequa Martin Green's husband, he was one of the original Alexandrians. We haven't seen his character in a while. We still try to figure out where the fuck Virgil is. He might still be there and recovered by now because, again, they've probably been in the Commonwealth at this point, maybe close to a year. So that means all our people are home. As hostages. Right. Or as prisoners. But the audacity,
1: the audacity to do that. Like, if you're going to take me prisoner and you take me somewhere, don't take me back to my house.
0: When I tell you I was ready to throw hands
1: when that reveal
0: was made.
1: I was too. But then I realized y'all some dumb MFs for taking them back to their home. Do you not understand? They held their home down so they know the ins and outs of their own home. You take them somewhere where they're unfamiliar. So they don't gang up together. They can gang up in this. Like, let's meet up at uh, Rosita's old spot. house. They know the hiding spots. They know the
0: ins and outs. Remember when the, the sewers? Remember yeah. When... All
1: that. You know, Negan, look, Negan knows the weak spots. <laughs> right.
0: But he doesn't know that he doesn't know all the escape, Uh, the escape. Right. No, he
1: just knew the weak spots when he was trying to get in. Right. And when he was leaving and when he came back. But Megan, they will know
0: those escape routes. They know yeah. the sewers. Yeah. Because that's how they got away from Negan in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, y'all done fucked up now. Again, Rick saying you they're fucking with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Man, I tell you, when I saw that, and it's so funny because a few months back, before they before they shut down and everything, one of the times that Casey and I went to Sonora, they had I I guess that Outpost Twenty Two sign was already painted on the the wall, but they had it covered. We couldn't oh. see what it was, and we were sitting here like we. I wonder what it says. I wonder what it says, but we couldn't see it because they had it covered. So now to see that that's what it was, I'm like, you fucker, Pamela. You fucker. Yeah. Because when they start coming in, like I said, Negan and and Ezekiel looking at each
1: other like this bitch. Right. Like i I know right. I'm not really going.
0: Like, did she really bring us did home? Did she take me home? home? Right. Right. Like they moved into your house while you went on vacation.
1: Yeah. You, you Squatters.
0: Said they squatting. Did you see the look on Connie's face when Daryl signed to her? Daryl Alexander. She was like,
1: what? Like, why would you do that?
0: Because they, they never thought that they would rebel enough where they'd have to go back
1: underestimating our people no and i don't think she even even thinks that they will do anything see that's the thing she does she i mean the only person she will only person she would be worried about would be daryl she's seen daryl in action
0: for her to
1: i think she'd be worried about maggie, maggie too
0: for her and to maggie daryl and maggie Darryl, knowing that you've already converted your home to my outpost and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, y'all can go home. Yeah, great deal. Thanks for bringing me my son. You were setting him up anyway.
1: So yep Even
0: mm-hmm. Eugene did what he did. You was already. Mm-hmm. You already had up.
1: this. A, this yep. was a plan already. Already. Yep.
0: That's okay. She' about to learn today that this is not the group you want to fuck with. This ain't what you want. You'll find out today. And she doesn't have Lance. I don't know. I don't know if she knows yet that Lance is dead. But mm-hmm. she doesn't have Lance now, so she and, know he escaped, but she
1: doesn't know mm-hmm. that. You know, right? He, but he at this point, that.
0: I feel like she was probably the bigger evil all along. We just didn't see it because that wasn't yes. what they sent it to us. But now.
1: We just thought it was Lance.
0: Yep. Or I will say so. this. She probably figured out what he was doing. And then she was like, oh, okay, I'm going to commande- com- commandeer this. Yeah. This is about to be my plan now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because mm-hmm. remember, we always felt like Lance was trying to do something on his own. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, if stuff at the Commonwealth didn't work out, Oh, okay. I have my own backup plan. Right.
1: Yeah, but I think she had her spies, so she knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but wow. That's how this episode ended. Wow. No good. That's Dirty. okay. She's about to
0: find out. Dirty
1: though,
0: She's about to find out. Now, the interesting thing is, so... You know, the walls at Alexandria and the neighborhood that they film in, they tore those walls down a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. They have actually put up a section of the wall in front of the subdivision and it has the outpost 22 sign on it. Now. I kind of feel like if y'all were going to commemorate Walking Dead with that site, y'all don't have to put outpost 22. Should have at
1: Alexandria.
0: They could have put they mm-hmm. should have put up like the Alexandria safe zone signs mm-hmm. or something. But you're putting up the sign that basically tells our people that their home has been turned into a prison.
1: Yeah. Maybe when the season ends, they're gonna do something different real quick. I hope so. But I, I saw
0: pictures of the installation and everything. So yeah. Uh, of them installing it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they would do that. But yeah, I was like, I don't want to go there and see Outpost 22. Now, I do want to get a picture of it, but I don't want that to be the last. Yeah, the, the, the last, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm But oh boy, oh boy. Pamela don't know where she started.
1: She started the way, her, her demise? She did. She really she did. She really did. And the thing about it is you should, know that this was bound to happen. Mm -hmm. It's going to be bound to happen because you're going to encounter people one out of 50 that you encountered. There's going to be some rebels and these rebels are dangerous. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. But you think you the big bad. Trust me, you're not. Right. Because the way
0: she's been the way she's been trying to tell them things and she's been smiling and all this other stuff. I'm just like, dude. You just, you don't know. You really think that you have pulled one over on these people, and you have no idea of the shitstorm you just caused?
1: No, whatsoever. Because one thing they don't play about—they kids and they house. As many times as they to rebuild
0: Alexandria,
1: right? Yeah, you right.
0: think. They finna just let
1: you.
0: Oh yeah, come on in. Put your feet Take your shoes off, um,
1: Stay for a while. Mm-mm. No, but here's you know, the. I came in, this shit. Um,
0: ma'am. Here's the I, funny I, I thing, though, because yeah, you know, fine. you know, they probably rebuilt a lot of that stuff that got damaged in that storm and with the whispers. So that's, that's okay. Fine. Thank you for fixing up my house for yeah. us to take our Thank shit you. back. Never, cause oh, I'm taking it back. Absolutely. absolutely. fucking lutely Voluntarily or involuntarily, you giving up this way. That part. Looks like it's going to be involuntary. Let's go. Maggie said we're going to make this right and she will never see it coming. I feel so sorry for Pamela. I don't feel any sympathy for her, but I feel sorry for her because she has no idea what she just unleashed.
1: Not one not bit.
0: And she about to, she earning everything she's getting. She about to earn this ass whooping she finna get.
1: Earned it.
0: She is. And I'm gonna be cheering. I'm gonna go grab my old pom-poms and be sitting there like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Cause now here's the thing. You got people on the outside who know what's going on. And you got people on the inside now who know what's going on. You got Negan, Ezekiel, and Kelly. And like I said, anybody else who's already within the walls. Mm -hmm. Then you got Daryl, Carol, Rosita, Gabe, and Connie
1: outside the walls strong group outside those walls strong group
0: right there and depending on who else is on inside you got a strong group inside mm-hmm. too if princess is there if magna is there oh mm-hmm. it's it's a done deal it's a done deal mm-hmm. it's a done mm-hmm. deal it's a done deal once you pulled up to that gate it is once you
1: pulled up to
0: outpost
1: 22 and said oh this used to be alexandria he was the, that was the, that was your end right there that I, right there was mm-hmm. the end of it yep because what, what is you talking about you're not gonna bring me to my house and then make me work in my house
0: <laughs> <laughs> right right okay be your prisoner in my house in my house nah, no we
1: ain't, even be, we ain't even about to do that one mm-mm, mm-mm. Not even. that's
0: okay they're gonna get the lay of the land. They're gonna say, okay, this is what's going on. Okay, these are the houses that they are occupying. So, okay. They're about to get the lay of the land. And then, like I said, you got Daryl and his crew outside. They're gonna be checking things and seeing what's going on. They know how to get in there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's about to be, it's it's about to be
1: some shit. They know all the ins and outs of sneaking in and out of that place.
0: I'm the ready spots.
1: for it. Everything, and then they can even know where to meet up. We can be like, meet, let's meet up in um Rosita's garage, and everybody know which house that was. Right, 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 right. So, or
0: hey, how about meet us in meet us in the storm tunnel
1: where we escape Negan? Right, Pepper. Negan, you don't know about it, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell you where those sto- storm tunnels yeah! are. This is where we eat. <laughs> this is where we eat. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Or no, now that I think about it, no, because Negan, Negan, Ezekiel, Kelly, they wouldn't know any of that because they were not part of that. Like, Ezekiel was still at the kingdom then. Yeah. So they wouldn't know. But our team knows how to use those to get in. So, yeah, it's, it's no. still going to be a sh- I ain't worried. Mm-mm. I ain't worried. So... Mhm. But now we only have 3 episodes left.
1: Dun, dun, dun. I'm not ready.
0: I'm not ready. Not
1: because ready,
0: even then. with this, we still we still going to have months to go before fear comes back before <laughs> either one of the spin well the um, the Maggie and Negan spinoff they have already finished filming, they are in post production now, so we should get that one first. The Ricky Michonne show goes into pre production in January. The Daryl show they've already started filming,
1: but that still means we're months away from any new Walking Dead content. No. So, it's going to give you some time to process this content. It's
0: going to give me some time to start back from the beginning and watch all
1: these letters. <laughs> well, see, I have already have to start from the beginning for Fear of the Walking Dead. So, I have something to watch.
0: Okay. Yep. So, we, still, I, I need to do that too. It's been to be a while. Better. Yeah. But it's been a while too because I haven't seen it's been a couple of years since I've seen like seasons three, four, five of the walking dead. Like when I started my rewatch, I started from the beginning and then I stopped and then I kind of picked up in the later seasons. So it's been a while since I've watched the, the middle seasons. So I need to go back and probably watch those just to kind of reacquaint myself with what happened in Mm. those episodes. But yeah, I do want to do a fear rewatch, but I don't know if I can go back. To the beginning, because in the beginning of Fear, Madison got on my nerves so bad. Like, she was one of the reasons why I stopped watching the show for a while. I just couldn't stand her character. So, I don't know. But if you're going <laughs> to rewatch it, I may rewatch yeah. it with you. Yeah, because how many seasons? Seven. Seven, okay. Seven. And, I'm, and hearing, not- I'm hearing rumors that season eight may be the last. I don't know if I believe those rumors, because I'm like, why would you... Why would you pack up your whole production and move and move to a completely different state just for one season?
1: Right. That's
0: true. I don't see that happening. But we do need to make a trip to Savannah
1: mm-hmm.
0: at some point. Yeah. Maybe once the winter is over, we can drive down there and see what we can find. And be at the beach. <laughs> and be at the beach like some people were
1: earlier today before we started <laughs> recording. Yes. So... <laughs> But rewatching season three through five for The Walking Dead would be advisable because I kind of forgot. I know Governor's in
0: there.
1: Mm-hmm. And- Michonne in
0: there.
1: Yep, Michonne comes because that's around the same time. And who else? Uh, the Star oh. of
0: Saviors. Was it the start? Mm-hmm. Cause the episode where uh, where Glenn and Abraham died, I think that's what season seven, episode one. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So leading up into there, intro- getting introduced to all the characters, I want—I just really want to go back and rewatch the episode where we're introduced to to Jesus, because that's one of the funniest episodes ever for The Walking Dead when Daryl and Rick are chasing him around.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> like, like one of the video.
0: best. That's one of the best character introductions in the whole series, period. Is watching them chase Jesus around for that truck and then that truck going into the lake. And then of course, that was also when we got this the official start of the Rashon ship. So yeah. So yeah, I think I may go back mm-hmm. and, and rewind yeah. some of those. Yeah. And then go also look at some of the plot points that they kind of dropped, like Georgie. Like they still mention Georgie, but we don't know where the hell she is because we haven't seen her except for that one episode that we met her. Um, yeah, so that would be fun, but um, yeah, three more episodes and then it's over. But I don't want to think about that right now. So, you nope. guys have any final thoughts on this episode aside from Pamela's about to get her ass kicked?
1: Nope,
0: that's it that's it so that's it for our show you can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com we are on social media on facebook instagram and twitter at Phantom hybrid we have a youtube channel that you can watch our videos on we have a discord channel that you can chat with us on and we are on all major podcast streaming platforms thanks for listening we hope you join the conversation next time (laughs)